Okay, so we finished uh, Kadesh and we are up to Urchatz and Yachatz. These two go together. Right after we do Kiddush, we do a Netilat Yadaim in order to be able to eat a vegetable. So um, a lot of people um, don't know that what's the purpose of the Netilat Yadaim because there's actually a Halakha there that when a person eats a vegetable dipped in a liquid or a fruit that's wet, you're supposed to do Netilat Yadaim before it. It's not only for bread, but also with any vegetable that, that you're dipping. And on the night of the Seder, we're, we're fulfilling this din. Now within that on halakha, there is an argument if you're supposed to say a bracha on the Netilat Yadaim or not. But we always take it for granted, and our moras taught us from, from when we were young, and this is how we all grew up. The first Netilat Yadaim, no bracha. The second Netilat Yadaim, with a bracha. But actually, whenever you uncover the layers of the halakha, it's not that simple. There were, there were many opinions, uh, both in the Rishonim, the Rambam, but also in the Achronim, the Gra, the Gaon, uh, followed the Rambam. They say the Gaon, it says in Maaserav, the Gaon Mivilna, the Vilna Gaon, he said a bracha on Urchatz. He said, I mean, the, the, the halakha is to say it with a bracha. But it's not our minag. We follow Maran Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch determined that safek brachot lahakel, and you should not say a bracha. So we don't say a, a bracha for urchatz. The Mashadis had a nice minhag that the children uh, go around and they, uh, and they hold the bowl and they, and they serve everybody and they are uh, pouring the water for everybody. It's another way of showing malchut. It's another way of showing that we're free. It's showing freedom that we have other people uh, doing for us, and we have other people for, it's like uh, we pour wine for, us. for each other, right? Yeah, just, just like we pour wine for each other on the night of the seder. Yeah, and then have the kids involved in the night of the seder. It's a it's a very nice minhag. Um, but that is done for the karpas. Now, why do we do karpas? Why are we dipping a vegetable, a celery, a parsley, a, a vegetable inside vinegar or in salt water? So there are many explanations to the karpas. One explanation is, is you're having an appetizer, right? A free person has an appetizer before we eat. So we have, a, we have an appetizer uh, before we eat. Another um, uh, explanation is simply just for the kids to ask. I do another thing that's unusual. Um, and actually in the Sephardic Haggadot, which the Mashadis are not, uh, they, I think they use for Manishtana, closer to the Ashkenazi one. But in the Sephardic Haggadot, the very first question the child asks in Manishtana is, wait, wait, why are we dipping a second time? What's this extra uh, dipping? So part of it is to intrigue the children, and in order to, to, uh, to make them ask the question, is the purpose of the Karpas. And of course the vinegar and the salt water, you know, as it's commonly explained, is, uh, is to remember the tears of the Jewish people in Mitzrayim, the bitterness of the slavery and the tears that, that we had in Mitzrayim. But we dip the karpas in, uh, in salt water or in vinegar. The Rambam actually in his Haggadah, he says to dip the karpas in the haroset. He says just like the maror later on, he also says to dip it in. So there were different customs and different minagim, but we use the vinegar or the salt water, we make a bracha, Baruch Hashem Olam, Adama. There are also two opinions about whether, how much a person should eat. They're, in general standard, according to Shulchan Aruch, they say to eat a smaller amount. 
um, in order to not have to say a bracha afterward. But again, also the gaon mivilna, the gra, he would eat a kazait. They would eat a full amount, a full uh, olive size, and he wouldn't say a bracha achrona after. But they say, but it, I shouldn't say they say, it says in halacha that when a person says borei priha adama over here, you should also think about the maror that you're going to have later on um, in the seder. Because whenever we get to the maror, we don't say adama again because we said uh, Hadama before. So if a person is thinking about it, and I'm going to say the Hadama for the future, you cover the Maror as well. But it, technically, if a person, let's say I said a Bracha right now, and then I forgot, and an hour later I ate something else, maybe you have to say a new Bracha, and you're not sure if you have to say Hashem's name again. So from the beginning, when a person says Hadama on the Karpas, we're supposed to have in mind that we're also saying Hadama for the Maror. Um, and I'm going to cut um, that is going to be later on, even though the maror is being eaten in the context of the meal. We, we just said hamotzi um, right before we eat the maror, but still a person has the kavana that it's going to fulfill the maror.